0: Hi there. This week's guest is Yassine Diallo. She is someone that I've never met, but I honestly consider her a friend. I think we've been talking on Instagram for maybe two or three years. She is a Parisian makeup artist living and working in New York. She works with some amazing brands and her style is just so very much about enhancing the person's face. She's not someone that's into trends and just following fashion. She's very into what can I do with this face? How can I make this face come alive? And we decided to finally speak. It's so funny because I have been asking Yasin onto the podcast probably for about six months. And we always say, yeah, okay, when are you free? And we'll pass days around and then maybe it won't happen. And obviously as a in-demand makeup artist, she often can't, can't make it. So we kind of made a joke that, you know, it only took a pandemic for us to finally get this in the diary. It was great to see Yassine's face. She's currently going through a natural phase, which we're going to discuss because Yassine is not a t- hashtag team natural hair person. She's into her blow drying and flat ironing. In this conversation, I'm kind of doing a series of just talking to people that are on lockdown and how their self-care or beauty or self-image may have changed during that time. Yassine shares that she's someone that's so used to working with people, being around people. She uses her hands obviously to create makeup looks that she has had a hard time with it and she's decided to put those hands to use by getting to grips with her hair. So she's working out what products to use, she's twisting it, She's just playing with her hair more. So I hope you love this one. Do let me know what you think over on Instagram in the comments or in the DMs. I'd love to know because for me, this was a a really enjoyable chat as I said, I've always wanted to speak to your scene. So I hope you find her as entertaining as I do. My name's Sharice Kenyon, and this is the Beauty Me podcast. I've been a hair and beauty journalist for about 15 years, and I thought it was about time I created my own platform so I could talk all about beauty without the BS. While there's plenty of room for product recommendations, I'm also all about the daily routines, traditions, and lifestyle path that make us all approach beauty differently. First of all, hi! <laughs> Hi. I can't even believe this is happening. <laughs> we needed a pandemic to talk to each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. Truth is that we're too busy in our lives. Mm-hmm. So now Terrible. that we have time, we find the time. So how do you feel? How are you today?
0: Today, today I'm all right. Last week I was like crying, and but I think it was a hormonal thing on top of this. Yeah doesn't help with women no because you're like (laughs) am I really upset (laughs) or is it just hormones you know
1: yeah I think also I mean I the first week I think I went through all sort of emotions too and I think everybody has their own way of reacting between denial Mm. uh like being scared terrified or whatever and uh But I'm I'm better now too. Mm. I don't know. There was some sort of a grieving moment for. Yeah, that's what somebody said.
0: Somebody said to me, "Don't you think it's like when you suffer a a death because you go through denial and eventually you work to acceptance?"
1: I know. It's like it's funny because a lot. A lot of the time, with my sister, uh, when you know f- someone passed away, like a singer or something, like when Prince died, oh, I was like, no, no, "There's no, no, no way." Denial. And I was really sad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and and we always say with my sister, "Oh, it's the end of an era," you know, because it's the, the people we grew up with and stuff like that. And in a way, it felt like that for me. It felt a bit like, "Oh my God, the world as we know it? <laughs> it will never be." Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I went through. It was kind of a disruption, honestly. But I'm fine. I'm here. I'm I'm really glad we get to talk today. And especially in those moments, it's a good way to connect.
0: (laughs) It is. It is. I've learned, I've spoken more to people this past couple of weeks. Like, you know how usually you might text or WhatsApp or DM, but I've actually spoken to more people on the phone. Voice notes are really cool now because it's like, you can let someone know that you're thinking about them, and they can listen to it when they're ready. And then they can leave you one. It's kind of like kind of cute. Exactly,
1: exactly. I actually have a couple of friends who are doing voice notes already for a while, and I was always like, "Oh, that's the new thing now. People leave voice notes." And mm. and um, you're right, it's great because, like, honestly, my WhatsApp chat because I have like my families over mm. the world and friends and stuff, and I was already having like kind of a, a lot of uh, different open chats but it just went mental lately because also with time difference every time I wake up um I mean you know I'm from Paris mm, mm. and a lot of families there so <laughs> I kind of jump on my phone and there's a tons of message and especially this morning because people got in the news um like from America, you know, they're in France and they watch the news. And I, I watch the French news too. But you know, the way they perceive what's happening where I am, and obviously they see big numbers because this is America. It's like I don't even know France is probably thirty times times mm-hmm. smaller mm-hmm. than America. So they're like, oh my god, the numbers this morning, and and you. Know, so you know, it's my mornings have been different too on, mm-hmm. on this whatsapp and communication level because mm. I had a routine with that but it's it's all I don't know I'm trying to stay away from my phone also but then I yeah. you know I want to respond to my people yeah so it's, it's it's been an adjustment that everybody's safe so far everybody's doing okay I'm just checking on everyone
0: and, yeah you know well I'm glad that you oh. brought up your routine because that's always the place that I like to start with the podcast and yeah tell me yeah. about um, your morning routine before coronavirus, like literally from when you open your eyes, what's your routine?
1: Um, so the, there's a big aspect in my routines that I think it's important to mention is that I'm a freelancer. I don't go to work every day, um, and and it makes a big difference on how my mindset is already even when I go to sleep, you know, it's like, if you know you have a plane to take at 6 a.m., you're not going to sleep the same way and you're not right. going to wake up the same way and get ready the same way. Right. So, um, <clears throat> on, on a day where I'm working, which is usually where I have the less time, I, I usually wake up here at 6.30, no matter what. I don't even know why. <laughs> it's just like my brain is like that. Uh, also, I... I used to live in, um, in a place where there was a lot of noise from the street and probably at 6.30 is where New York gets a bit busy and you get, you know, the New York noise, yeah. like the <laughs> sirens and everything. Um, so no matter what, even if I start at nine, I'm, I'm kind of an early bird <laughs> just for the sake of I like to take my time. And I could never, like, you know, rush and jump in the shower and just get out the door. Um, so I, I think, I think I, um, we spoke about it before on in another interview I did with you. I usually, I, t- I grab my phone, but I'm not going to the, oh, I'm going to check everything apart from my, you know, family chat, but, um, I usually put music on or something in my ears just to like, it kind of sets the mood. And I've been sharing a lot you know what I'm listening and You're not only really because good. I like some... this singer, but it's it's also I mean it's my way to communicate sometimes and people that know me might read me through you know <laughs> my vibes and because I listen to a, a whole lot of music but sometimes I'm more mellow sometimes I'm more energetic and mm-hmm. everything so usually yeah, I, I would listen to music or even something sometimes a bit um like a chill mood where I could, you know, just lay down and meditate uh, and, and just, like, breathe. Because <laughs> I used to have a lot of anxiety sometimes for, for no apparent reason. So I've learned now, and especially living in New York, where it's a really fast pace. And I'm also from a different culture where it's more about taking your time and working and living here tends to make you feel like you have to rush everything and yeah. productive and, and achieve goals all the time. And one of my goals is also to wake up in the less uh, stressful way possible. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do that and um usually wake up and get myself, um, prepare myself a tea. Mm-hmm. I'm I I don't drink coffee. I'm a big tea drinker. So <laughs> I should live in the UK, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, just a tea. Much shall I say? Some um, it depends, you know. And 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 then I will, you know, get ready in my bathroom. But I I usually yeah take take the time, like half an hour, even if I can to, like sit on on the couch. And I like New York in the morning because it's it's so quieter even if there's always a little bit of noise and um it's it's a really part of, it's a really important part of my day mm-hmm. uh before you know heading out and working with teams and being in the studio where there's a lot of noise and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's pretty much it in terms of like how you know the
0: rhythm of it yeah but i have to i know you're missing a big step that like you're a makeup artist yeah, oh, and you bathroom. have amazing skin <laughs> and you mentioned you pop into your bathroom like let's yeah 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 give me the details uh, it's
1: pretty it's pretty um simple uh in the morning actually um obviously shower put a you know Covering my hair because the showers in America, you know, I'm used to this, you know, they're from the top. I I hate it. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just like, you, I mean, I don't know. Some people wash their hair every day and they don't care, you know. Obviously, washing my hair every day will take me like a whole not... I need to wake up at four.
0: <laughs>
1: but, so yeah, I shower and everything. Um and, um and And then skin actually... It depends on, on every morning. You know, sometimes I wake up and I'll be like, oh, my skin feels moisturized and plump And I don't need to, I'm just going to wash it with water. And, and, but, you know, some other day, I, I also because I want sometimes to use this product, I'm like, oh, I feel like I want to feel this texture. I'm really into um, the experience when you use the product, no matter the price of the product. It could be because of the smell. It could be the comfort that it, it gives you. And um, so, yeah, a certain morning, I feel like oily or whatever. And so uh, I have different cleanser. I think this is the product that I switch the most mm-hmm. also because, I mean, usually there's less active or they sit less time on your skin. So you know it's i and sometimes you just need a something more comforting if mm-hmm. it's really cold um so yeah i'll do that and uh and then a serum which is like a vitamin c something simple and mm-hmm. um, i and then um usually a, a basic moisturizer and an oil and yeah i think in that order and then uh um, so i like that yeah the oil the last for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I know some people do the opposite or some people mix it. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I know some brands or some, you know, components, it's better to not mix and you should wait and I take my time. So I kind of, you know, wait between layers Mm -hmm. anyway. And uh, yeah, I, I just like an oil for kind of like locking it in Mm, I've heard that (laughs) sealing all the other layers in yeah I don't even know the reason why I'm doing it but it's it's, you know also here the climate is really dry and my skin is really dry and I feel like the oil protects me like a a little shield Mm -hmm. (laughs) an extra layer and um, and the smell the smell of it you know it's like a last step and I do I massage my face a lot when I apply my product um, to kind of wake it up uh, my, my moisturizer are always water-based like most moisturizer, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I would put, cause the, the idea is to retain the moisture. <laughs> so yeah. you, uh, I'll, I'll put a moisturizer first and then something more oily, And it's, it's a really comforting last step, mm-hmm. uh, also because of the smell. Um, as I said, I'm really into the experience that each product gives you. And, uh, and I've I've just been more into oil since the last I don't know maybe ten years or so. Also because my skin is really dry and and actually I went like most of us I went through the phase where post teen I had more oily skin and then I started to exfoliate like crazy and yep. and use toners that were way too harsh for my skin you know we love our <laughs> clinic toner number two but it was Second probably person, already
0: <laughs> tamu mentioned the same thing she was like did you have the starter kit and i said yeah the toner the soap oh, and the moisturizer
1: i had a skincare routine since i was 12 probably. so i've been through all the key thing and <laughs> yeah i've done that and uh until i finally realized um that i was I was being too aggressive with my skin, and and uh, <clears throat> sorry, I I slowly learn how to regulate it better. And obviously, uh, we go through you know hormonal phases at different stages of life and stuff. But when you slow down on on the exfoliation and on the uh, you know, you just realize, okay, actually, you know. The, the the easier approach and the softer approach is usually the better in a lot of cases. and I think for skin it's important to realize, you know, that it's alive. That it, you know, it needs it, you know, skin care. It's mm-hmm. about caring, mm. you know. So <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so this is like that, and then and then, as I said, I will just hang out there according to the time that I have and probably watch a little bit of news, not, not necessarily in the morning, but sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, or, or watch a YouTube video or something, you know, just something for myself that is like, if I have the time and, um, and then I'll put SPS before, um, no, yeah. Uh, putting some makeup if I put some makeup.
0: So SPF uh, on like. top of the oil is okay. Yeah,
1: I mean the thing is that it seems like a lot of products that you know they don't necessarily sit on top and I use I'm I I be I be careful on the texture, basically. Like the serum I apply for vitamin C is usually something very liquidy, very um you know, that just like Sinks in, sinks th- in. Then, then I have a really basic moisturizer, uh, and and then you know the, I like an oil that is lightweight, especially for the morning, and um, and then so it's a lot of layers. But you know, it. I think everybody has their function, mm-hmm. and and you don't need to like splatter a lot of products. I think I think I've learned that too. That you know sometimes. It's not about the more you put, the more the product is efficient. I I curate, you know, yeah. each little sort of product that I put, and according to what my skin needs. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, like at the moment I've been uh, using these vitamin C products, and and maybe I'll do it for a month, and then I'll tackle something else because. I have I receive a lot of products yes. and I want to try everything, <laughs> but I can't try everything. I think that's why <laughs> cleanser is <laughs> a good one. Like, send me cleanser.
0: Yeah, cleanser <laughs> is one of those things only... you can play with, I guess.
1: Yeah, because also it took me a long time to get to know my skin and get to, you know, um, appreciate it. <laughs> and so I I just don't want to be silly and, and just try everything. Uh, And I'm a beauty junkie, so I really want to hoard everything and try everything, but I have to, you know, also maybe give it to a friend and tell her, Oh, tell me how it was. What do Mm. you think? You know, because I can't, I can't just try everything, but no. So yeah, that's that. And oh, I add an essence to my skincare routine.
0: Okay. So where does that fit? Recently. Okay.
1: It fits, it fits after the cleansing. No no matter if I use uh, foaming or just water. Um, I've I've put an essence. It's a facialist that recommended me um, to add this because I was like, what what could I add, you know? Because in the winter I get really dehydrated. Okay. And so my skin gets really dry. And and um, and I have to admit that the essence made real difference.
0: Okay. So what is <laughs> and, this essence, and how does it feel? Does it feel hydrating? Does it feel slippy? Does it? Well,
1: I. The thing is that I think in my routine, you replace the, the, the benefits that I got from, uh, hyaluronic acid in the sense of like, it's not really something that moisturize. I mean, depending on what's in there, but it's more that, you know, you want to lock the moisture, but you know, let's say you wash with water and then your skin is kind of stripped and then you have the water residue. So maybe back in the day, I would have if I was extra, I would have taken um water a spray. Mist. Okay. Yeah, a mist like uh or or or, the, or how do you say rose water or yeah. something. But I think essence are more expensive for some reasons <laughs> because they they also have, you know, other components and stuff. So this little layer of moisture that I lock in, you know, afterwards. It actually retains the water because you want you want the water to not get yeah, out from yeah, your skin. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what I got from skincare. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think the essence will really, really. I don't know. I, I saw a real difference, and I have to be honest. I bought the SK two. Okay. Um, yeah, not because, cheap. You know, no, and I know, and I'm not really the type of um, believing the hype. I mean, I'm, I'm always curious and, and I'm kind of a nerd. I like when beauty is backed up by science. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I mean, I think we've done some amazing, you know, steps in the skincare area for, for the last, I don't know, let's say even 100 years. So I'm, um, but you know, it, it works.
0: Okay. So it is, <laughs> but, it is, you can believe the hype on. The I can't
1: believe the hype I'm sure there's uh, other dupe but it's just like I wanted to treat it, I wanted to treat myself that day and I was like okay what is and I asked that facialist uh that I've seen in New York mm-hmm. and I was like all right if I had to buy one thing if I had to hand one thing because she knows you know I'm pretty already I, I do stuff mm-hmm. you know I I, mm-hmm. I put products on it's not like I'm coming from zero or yeah. I have no knowledge or so she was like, well, you know, this product is really good. And I trust her. So I was like, really? Really? <laughs> so I went out the door, went to Sephora, and I bought it. No, I actually went to Macy's and to the actual counter. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I bought it. And uh, it's a lot of money. But remember, I don't buy a lot of products because honestly, I, I, I receive Uh, I receive some, I work with brands on set, so, you know, sometimes I get products and stuff, and I I tend to use what I've been given, Uh, but yeah, this was my splurge of the last, let's say, six months or Mm, something, and uh, it really made a difference, so, you know, sometimes I believe the hype, Mm. sometimes I don't, sometimes I try, and if it works for me, it works for me, and I think, you know, that's... That's the only reason someone can justify putting so much money on, on the on a product. If you like it, it makes you happy, if it works for you, you know.
0: <laughs> but tell me, um, because obviously you are um from Paris. And yes. then you're living in Paris. Like were you born yes. there? Yes. You know. For us in the UK and the US, there's always that thing about the French girl, that oh the Parisian God. girl. She's so <laughs> effortless and she doesn't have to do much. And then recently I heard, well, no, French girls are doing a lot, but they don't talk about it when it comes to like tweakments and stuff. Uh-huh. I just wanted to know. You going from Paris why, to New York? What, <laughs> what have you been doing to your face? <laughs> no, I wanted to know. Did what was it? the difference? What's been a key difference for you? Like when you arrived in New York, were you like, whoa, these New York women like they go in or was it similar to Paris or
1: I think actually one of my reasons of moving was to um expand my my vision. <laughs> Literally, but also uh, mentally, um, more on a also more on a professional scale. Also, because at the time when I moved, which is not so long ago, it's uh, seven years now, um, diversity was already popping here and there, but in France it was not it was not that diverse in the in the in the, in the let's say also in the modeling industry. You know, uh, which is the people that I see, the people that I touch, and and this is the faces that I use to get inspired or to just work with my clients. And I think uh, I've I've traveled a lot throughout my my life, um, but there was always this thing about American girls. Actually, uh, I'm I grew up in the '90s uh, watching R and B. Videos. <laughs> I actually got tagged on r and B video challenge, '90s R and B video challenge <laughs> today. So I need to, you know, go back on my music research. But uh, yeah, so and especially being a, a black girl, I you know I'm from that MTV culture. We had MTV at home. Uh, my, my sister was listening to a lot of rap and R and B. So I think uh, I've always knew that the American girl were doing the most. And, you know, I I was a big fan of Aaliyah and, you know, all those girls. So their beauty, to me, was actually attractive. Um, Probably also because there was more representation of black women also. Even though it was never uh, an issue for me, my, my family is very mixed. We have all the colors in my family, so I can't say, oh, I grew up without... Having you know um you know black women around me or white women around me, you know i I feel very multicultural even on my approach to beauty anyway, you know, but um yeah, I think I think becoming an adult and working in this fashion environment, I mean, I was in Paris, I had to go to New York, you know, and also on top of it, there was this thing about, yeah, the American. Beauty. There's also, you know, this feeling of like you can be yourself and express yourself a little more than than in Paris. Mm. Uh, the same way I used to go to London um, and and being amazed by the looks over there. It sounds like a cliche, but yeah, you would see a punk in the street with you know a um, Mohawk and it was light green and. You know, so I remember at the time that going to London was a breath of fresh air, and seeing people, you know, expressing themselves through their clothes or their makeup a little bit more than the French standard, if mm. standard exists, because apparently the, the French girl exists. I, I, I tend to believe less and less into that. And I'm not the biggest advocate of like, hey, or this narrative. I should mm, say, mm. hey, the French girls are better because in a way this, this is what the narrative says.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't know where it goes. What about from, me?
1: But... Am I a French girl?
0: That's I, the I thing, yeah. Know.
1: But I'm a French girl. But, you know, I, you I are, don't really yeah,
0: you are a French girl, but you're not the French girl I've ever been shown.
1: Yeah. But the, the, and then and then of course I'm not gonna be a hypocrite and say, No, we're not any different. I think we're different in maybe the education we have towards beauty and also the culture we have. Um, our beauty culture, our beauty and fashion culture in France is very old and-
0: The pharmacies. And, and
1: people, yeah, and even people still talking about Marie Antoinette's beauty cabinets and the way they were doing the hair at the time and the fashion at the time so I think our culture is very old and became very modest um, a- along the years because you know the same way you don't brag or talk about money <laughs> you don't want to be out there and and mm. flamboyant and i think i think it's not really part of the French culture mm. even though maybe the younger generation now is expensive. Pressing themselves again And I've seen it Even leaving Paris Seven years ago When I go back now um, I think people are Going back to Dressing Dressing up a little bit And You know Wearing colors mm-hmm. My wardrobe is all black When I'm, when I'm in Paris mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know why This is because <laughs> I, I I try to fit in I guess um, I became more feminine When I moved uh, To New York also okay. Because I could dress um, I don't know, I could be in, in a jean shorts and a tank top and don't feel like I'm naked in the middle of the street because that's a parrot feeling. You tend to be a bit more conservative. and But I think people call it chic. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's funny. And, and it's funny being a French girl in America. And it's funny being a black French girl in America because I, I don't know. it's concept to me it's a big concept and marketing and even though it's anchored in the culture of every country um i i go a little bit beyond that but
0: being a a black girl from anywhere right now is yeah we were talking yesterday in the dms about your hair situation because oh my god you are someone (laughs) like Whenever I see you, even if you have no makeup on, your hair is perhaps blown out into like waves, or it's got like that yeah. nice two sword look. I have never seen you with curls until yesterday.
1: I know that that's how disruptive this, <laughs> this moment is because you are not um, you're
0: not claiming to be but, team natural or anything. Well, it's... I'm
1: ki- I'm team ki- no one actually. I'm team ki- myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I, and I'm, it's not you know I'm not even. It's not out of vanity that I say that. Mm, It's just like I, I, um, and it's also the 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 funny thing with Instagram is like, obviously, if you ask people that live with me, (laughs) I think they've seen my hair curly. (laughs) Yeah, obviously, I'm black, and uh, I mean, I'm coming from a long journey with my hair of having my hair relaxed for a very long time, and trying to, you know. Transition, Mm -hmm. if we could say. Uh, but it's so funny that, uh, I usually, you know, wash my hair, blow dry, flat iron. This is, this is a routine speaking again about routine because first of all, it's dreadful. It takes, you know, forever to do your hair. So I usually just wash my hair and blow dry and flat iron them because I'm a girl that used to wear hair always straight because relaxers. So even though I was transitioning and people don't know at which stage I'm at, you know, <laughs> I've actually cut my hair a month ago because now I have enough healthy, natural mm-hmm. hair that mm-hmm. I've grown and I was having like double texture and yeah. ends that were relaxed. And it was, it was, it was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> So Been I was met. like, I found, yeah. So I found the bright hair stylist to cut my hair because I trust no one, not no one that <laughs> I'm. No I'm I'm really you know you know a can a bad haircut can take you Oh it can
0: you, ruin you it can yeah. it can <laughs> Mentally, really affect you yeah.
1: and it can take you like two years to <laughs> go back and it takes us already like 6 months to try to figure out to deal with our texture mm-hmm. that are changing every day mm-hmm. so yeah I I actually it, it was planned for me to by next summer to try to you know, wear my hair curly again, I mean, not even again, but for the first time because I've never worn my natural texture. I actually discover my texture right now, and every day more and more <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so it's just like i um i I felt so last week or midweek, I had to wash my hair, and then I just felt empty and and lazy and not in the mood to like get ready to go wear in a way so I, just, I was just like oh actually now that I have the time maybe I should start you know let my hair hair dry because I never let my hair hair dry mm. <laughs> and now that I have a proper haircut where the fro is going to look <laughs> okay you know because it, it, it took me like months and months and months to get there but it was just funny and 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 this picture I posted, and it was like, yes, I thought it was funny that I realized, wow, it took me to, like, acknowledge that I have the time to, like, try to twist. Because it takes a lot of product and effort to... People think, oh, curls are easy, and well, Actually, I think it's more maintenance.
0: Yeah, it's patience.
1: Yeah, patience, and, and also... They get drier. I don't know. And, and I think that's the reason why a lot of black girls have been also relaxing their hair. It's because, to be honest, I mean, I haven't been relaxed in a long time, but I told you I had, like, mm. relaxed hands. But I, in my 20s, I had very long, relaxed hair. And they were fine. I was also probably using less heat or whatever. And I was younger, so they were fuller. But, you know, you you wash your hair... <laughs> they're easy to manage you can just be out in the bathroom in half an hour and so relaxing your hair is not only oh I want to it's gonna sound stupid but it's not like oh I want to look like a white girl or something or the thing you can hear in in, you know in this narrative of that yes if you relax your hair nowadays you'll probably be like
0: call out yeah what's wrong with you but it's (laughs) your hair like I've done everything to my hair in yeah, my life, and yeah. it's my hair, you know. Yeah. Um, and I get that hair can definitely be a political statement. Definitely. You oh, know?
1: everything is political now. Yeah. Beauty is political. Yeah.
0: But more than ever, I don't like when anyone just has to feel the the urge to call you out over how you but, choose but, to.
1: So on the opposite way, I think actually it was. I didn't expect that reaction. Actually, I I know that. Maybe a lot of people haven't seen my, my real texture. Because actually, it, it's still my real hair. From last week, blow dried. you say, oh, I like your haircut. Yeah. But so so I get it. But it's also, and that's when it comes to Instagram, it's like the amount of moments of my life that are not on Instagram. <laughs> and it, it, it has to... It had to be with my hair that people realized like, oh, I've never seen this yet seen before. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I didn't realize posting it. And the comments were cute. And there's also among the comments a bunch of people I work with and hairstylists that are always like, okay, girl, next next time I see you, you're rocking the curls, and they're giving me tips and stuff. And I was like, yeah, 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 you know, I'm growing it out, and I'm not ready, and, and, and it happened. So it's kind of cute, like, everybody was like, yeah, your hair because it's also been a journey that most of the people that follow me and even though we know each other and we know each other for a <laughs> yeah. while now yeah. and you've always been, you know, supporting me and, and thank you for this actually. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny to realize that we don't know each other, all of us, and we don't see what, what people are going through. Mm. And, and, um, and yeah, it's, it's just so funny that maybe people are discovering something about me. Maybe some people thought like, "Oh, she, why does she want to have her hair curly?" Or I have no problem with my curly hair. About that, it's just so much maintenance <laughs> to have them healthy and mm. and looking mm. good. Because curls they have to be every defined,
0: day. like yeah when you don't get that I yeah think. you want a nice curl, yeah, yeah. and when you have been relaxing or i used to do the keratin blow dry that would last like three oh, months oh i've never done that oh wow,
1: well that's, that's a intense. good way to segue from oh, yeah from
0: beauty
1: from face to hair yeah, yeah. but
0: also from relaxing you yeah. know it's kind of like a way to wind it down because you still get to what what it does it loosens your curl it doesn't get rid of it and you know like oh like they say
1: text
0: yeah 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 so and and your blow drying time goes like that super fast but uh,
1: yeah i think i i've I've never explored that route because of the um, process yeah
0: i know there's a lot of there's been a lot of them like my background is hair and beauty journalism so
1: yeah
0: there a lot of them used to have formaldehyde (laughs) in them so that was a big issue yeah um yeah but yeah if you've already got this far then you might as well carry on with like staying <laughs> chemical free because they say it's not chemicals. They say it's amino acids and blah blah blah. But I, I just, know it's interesting because I feel like you said you washed your hair and you just didn't feel like it. Whereas all the other times you would do it because it was it's part no-brainer. of your routine. It, I'm it going, was a oh. no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. So was it, it was like even
1: a no-brainer to even if I had like three days in a row where I would not. Go out and work, and because it's not about uh, being presentable. Or, mm. I I think this is totally presentable. And and now that I have like a, a nice cut and everything, maybe after this actually I'll wear my hair curly sometimes, and then straight, and then in yeah. the summer I do braids. So that's why it was funny to me because I I had braids this summer, and also people went like, "Oh my god, you have braids!" But like two years ago, talking about Instagram. Mm. For instance, she was scroll back. I had bleached also two years ago, yeah. and then I had my hair super short three years ago. So it's just so funny to, you know, how you know it. It just it it's a disruption personally because of my routine, but it's also gonna affect, you know. Maybe now people feel like they know something about
0: me. Yeah, that maybe they, they didn't know. Like it's like,
1: <laughs> oh my God, she has curly hair. Right? Yeah. They didn't know. It's like, well, I'm black and there's a high percentage of chances that my hair will come <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, it's what was your question again? Sorry. No, I, I just far.
0: wanted to say is it is it is it because of coronavirus then that that day you were just like, can't bother? Yeah, I
1: think. I think, yeah, I think I was out of energy a little bit, and it lasted for a couple of days, actually, even even skincare wise, I didn't do my whole thing really? all the time, um, also because maybe when you get ready to go nowhere, it feels like an endless Sunday. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean, when you wake up and you go from your bed to the couch and you probably lay down without putting your skincare for few hours more than if you were in school work yeah. but you know what I mean so, so it's like what's it the point like, yeah it sounds like what's the point point? and maybe you know maybe because I was already into this transition and and wanting to play more with my hair and being able to finally play more with my hair now that they're healthy and back to like a nice cut and everything you know maybe I felt like I don't know. I don't, I have the time. Let's, let's do that. Also, I think I wanted to have my hair, my hands busy and my mind busy okay. on something that is a, like an escapism. Maybe it's an escapism.
0: Maybe, maybe I'm s-
1: using that, you know, that free time and I can't work. I can't work from home. And that was the only thing and area where I was like, you know what? Maybe. Now I have the time to like which products I need. I realize I need a whole another <laughs> set of products, by the way. So yeah, I think I think I just felt something was changing. Mm-hmm.
0: So do you think you've been missing your work? Do you think you've been missing putting makeup I, on people? I, I
1: miss I miss the connection. I miss the. Um, I I mean I'm lucky that I do a job where. Every day I I meet or I see again, because I work with people sometimes on a you know regular basis, but every day I see ten to I don't know, on a set we could be from like seven to fifteen people. So every day I see ten people and ten different people. And I I get inspired a lot by looking at people and um I love people <laughs> and I love to look at the features and stuff like that. And uh, I yeah, I think that that's when you realize you miss your work or your environment or what feeds you. And I think my job feeds me um, just interacting with people and on top of it, touching them, the, the relationship I have with the models I work with. I mean, the makeup chair is, Known to be a place <laughs> where you know, you girl notice. talks happen, uh, people cry, people are upset, and also in my job, I'm uh, hair and makeup people, and what people call the gland team, where we're also a buffer for emotions between the clients or whoever you work with and the model, and we're all humans and we hold good through. All sort of emotion on a day to day basis, and I think I'm feeding myself from this also. And I think that's an important, interesting part of my job is just uh, the connection and and the connection I have when I touch a face and I look at your face and I'm like, what, what, what can we, mm. what can we do, what can we do on you today? Mm, mm. I I don't think it's about I don't think makeup is so much about trends and and oh this year it's about electric blue eyeliner let's do that you know it's also about looking at a face and looking at features and and um so yeah I I'm, I'm, I think I'm missing my work and and I decided to tackle another beauty <laughs> <laughs> knowledge which is hair hair is my problem I I you know I think this is the area where I still need to explore (laughs) because makeup I can do skincare I can do it's like okay (laughs) let's get
0: this time easy with hair
1: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) as someone that is surrounded by when you are you know a regular week at work you're surrounded by beauty when do you (laughs) feel yourself the most beautiful like what does it take for you to be like I feel amazing today (sighs) I feel so beautiful.
1: I'm trying to think if I ever sometimes say this to myself, because mm. um, I, I, honestly, I don't wake mm. up and be like, mm. "I'm so beautiful." You know, it's not really something that I say to myself, yeah. and I'm still working on my confidence personally. Yeah. Um, but okay, out of the bat, I would say I feel beautiful in the summer. It sounds.
0: No, it I understand. It's the sun. <laughs> oh, I
1: yeah. understand. It's the, it's the sun. Um, you wear less clothes. You you feel more free. Um, I the heat. Um, I don't know. There's something about. It's more about a well-being, like a global well-being, and I feel better in the summer. My my skin is less dry. I I get my color back because i go through yeah,
0: <laughs> the spectrum of
1: skin tone
0: <laughs> so
1: <laughs> so yeah i would say in the summer and i i tend to travel uh in the summer month and i i'm an island girl i like a beach i like i like the sun on my skin even though i protect my skin from the sun but it's just the heat maybe more and uh, it just makes me feel happier and and um And usually it, it pairs with, with travel. If it's a personal travel, I usually like to go somewhere warm. And Mm. so, yeah. And, and then another, another moment. And it's a little bit more funny. It's when I just got my nails done.
0: Okay. (laughs) You feel complete.
1: Well, and I wear my nails short always, and I'm not even experimenting with colors and stuff, but I can do a lot of beauty stuff by myself, and I can even do my my nails, you know, apply apply nail polish, but there's, it's so satisfying when a manicurist does a nail, and and they look so perfect, and I, I you know, I use my hands a lot, and um when I when I go to work, you know, this is one thing. I might not wear makeup, but I'm I'm worried about how my my hands look.
0: Yeah, because they're <laughs> going to be in somebody's face, aren't they? So they're going to notice. Yeah. yeah,
1: It's not even. I mean, I don't mind if I have a little cheap manicure, you know. And if someone noticed, I'm like, yeah, damn, I didn't have time to like do my nails because I'm missing time sometimes. You know, because of work and right. I know what time I'm going to start sometimes, you know, to you do all day and, you know, you come back. Like everyone who's working, are you going to the nail salon at eight? If you're just exhausted from work already, I'm not that extra. You know, my, my cheap manicure can wait a day off, but sometimes I don't have day off for several days. So, yeah, it's more about, I don't know, it just makes me feel so for me that doesn't wear a lot of makeup and it's more a girl that is not so I don't know I'm not so extra having my nails perfectly done is very satisfying and I think I feel like okay I'm I feel beautiful when my nails are done (laughs) I don't even know how to explain
0: it. It's, it's simple. You just said it. You just said it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one,
1: though, but I think it's. I, think I doubt a, you're the only fresh one. Money. Yeah. I think it yeah, gives you a feeling money.
0: of like completeness, like.
1: Just, yeah, complete. I feel yeah. complete.
0: Yeah. Like neat and. <laughs> yeah. Tidy. Neat, neat. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> it's the last question. And um, just because I'm doing this little series. While we're all going through this coronavirus and self-isolating and social Mm -hmm. distancing, have you got anything that you've learned in the past week or so? Have you got any advice that you would pass on to somebody else that may be having a tough time?
1: Well, um, like, like all of us, I feel like I'm learning every day to deal with these unprecedented moments and time in life because, I mean... Be honest, I'm I'm in my late 30s. I've never know anything like that, so I don't think you know anyone can give any lessons on how to deal with what's happening. But um, within the last few days, I I've, I've, I've started to settle a little bit more on what's happening and not trying to make any plan on how this is going to be or what's going to happen or how long it's going to last and just trying and i say trying because you know i might feel super happy in the morning and then at night sometimes i have a little bit like oh what a day and then i get a little bit more stressed out but um trying to process every emotion also i think it's important to be nicer to yourself. I think it's time to be nicer to yourself and to do what feels right for you. Uh, Obviously, um, the main message is uh, stay home uh, as much as you can to protect yourself but also protect others. Uh, And I think that's um, like a global uh, thing that we should all be conscious and applying especially if, you know, I'm not on the front line. I don't have to go to work. I'm a non-essential non-essential worker so my only duty is to do this and um, and just uh, maybe the same way that I did it and I did a post on this. Is like try every day to do something for yourself that puts you back into some sort of routine or a sense of comfort um, And also, like, if you're really struggling mentally, maybe call someone. Um, Not everyone also has a lot of family or friends. I am sure and I know, I mean, I know here in America, uh, Americans here, I know there's a a phone number, like there's a hotline um, that's been recently (laughs) opened for mental health because some people might be in real distress right now. And... I can't even think about the people that have OCD or major panic attack and anxiety. They must feel really bad right now. So just seek for help if you can. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, call your friends, uh, tell them how you feel because it's okay to feel how you feel. And, uh, and yeah, just, um, process emotions as they come and, and go from there and try to. I think I think it. I think mindfulness is, is a good word to to put out there. Uh, whether it's um, you know calling your loved ones, um, you know thinking about that friend that lives alone and that probably has no one to talk to all day, but also being mindful of um, your presence and you're here and and if you're healthy take it day by day i'm here this is friday i'm healthy i'm you know taking care of whoever i can or i have to take care of and let's see tomorrow it it sounds like not much but i feel like what else can we do, because uh, we have no example of this? I mean, in my life, I have no example of this my My great grandmother told me about the Spanish flu a long time ago. She passed away now but and my grandmother told me about world War two and I'm not even comparing, but it's just like uh when The humanity goes through something without any precedent. It's really hard to tell people how they should cope with it. Yeah. So we all have our tools. Some have less, some have more. I think it's just about, um, not being selfish, but, you know, try to do for yourself Mm -hmm. to feel better. This way you can probably help someone else or do better decisions about. Do I really need to go out for that jogging? You know, can it wait? What, what do I have on my fridge? Do I really need to do grocery shopping right now? You know, it's just like just small decisions every day that, you know, bring you a sense of
0: peace. Thanks for listening. Please do like, subscribe and review when you get the chance. It's so important for me to keep improving on this podcast. So I'd love a review. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BeautyMePodcast. And I'd love it if you could take a screenshot and tag me when you're listening so that I can see what you think. Thanks again for listening.